Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Capricorn season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 extended year ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead reading. These annual offerings are epic and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others, Or if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my foundation's course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries season equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of my offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all of my season-ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog, and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you would like to support this work, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and leave a great review. Follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now onto your Capricorn season horoscope. December 21st, we move into Capricorn season and uh, the solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, of course, is the longest night and the Southern Hemisphere is the longest day. This is a quality of time that brings us into extremes, and the beginning of Capricorn season is a period of time in which many of us are readying ourselves psychologically for the next calendar year, and there are often feelings of contraction uh, around this time and needing to consolidate what has happened over the last 12 months as we prepare and look forwards uh, towards the next 12 months. Now, we are starting the year uh, while Mercury is retrograde. And uh, actually, on the very first day of 2024, Mercury stations direct. But on uh, the solstice, Mercury is retrograde. And December 22nd, the day after the solstice, Mercury forms its inferior conjunction with the sun. And this is an important point in the Mercury retrograde cycle when we are really asking some big questions. And this particular Mercury retrograde, um, the feeling that I have is there's a question for you about direction and what's next and why 
you're going that direction and how you're going to get there. And there's a feeling um, for me around consolidating your resources and really needing to anchor in your intent and sense of personal power. Uh, there are needs for you around this time to tune in with what is underneath the surface and pay attention to your inner world right now. And in your inner world, there are a lot of things moving and shifting, particularly when it comes to notions of security and safety, and particularly when it comes to uh, interrelational experiences of trust and vulnerability and potentiality. What can you achieve or realize or grow with other people or in the space of certain company. This is a, a period of time at the end of the year that feels like it is asking you to get pretty quiet. And so many people have, um, you know, time around the seasonal observances. If you celebrate Christmas or something like that, uh, maybe you have a couple days off. This is often a time when folks are you know, social in some kind of way. But if it's possible for you to take at least 24 hours in some kind of retreat um, and really be with yourself, I think it would be so good for you. There is a full moon the day after Christmas on December 26th that feels like a pretty powerful time to tune in with your own self. And Regardless of when you do this, I'm going to suggest that you do a really simple practice. And this is a practice that I call, what are you feeling really? And you can do this just reflecting and contemplating for yourself, or you can do this through journaling or speaking out loud. You can even do this with a friend or a partner. Um, but the practice is basically going from uh, the outer layers to the inner layers. And what are you feeling really is an opportunity to put it all out on the table. And so it might start with, well, you know, my back hurts and I'm feeling hungry, or I'm feeling like I really miss my friend, or I'm feeling anxious about, uh, you know, having to spend Christmas with my family or something like that. Okay, great. You know, let's feel that for a second. Just acknowledge that that's here. And now let's go underneath that. Well, what are you feeling really? What's underneath the back pain? Well, if I go underneath the back pain, I, I notice that I'm feeling tired. Okay, great. Let's let that be here. What are you feeling really? What's underneath the, the fatigue? Oh, well, if I go underneath the fatigue, I notice that I'm feeling lonely. Okay, great. Let's let that be here. Let's feel that for a while. And then let's ask again, what are you feeling really? What's underneath the feeling of loneliness? Well, if I go underneath the feeling of loneliness, there's actually a feeling of love. Okay, great. Let's be there for a while. Let's be with the feeling of love. I'm not prescribing the steps that I think you're gonna to get to. I don't know if your back pain will lead you to love, although that would be lovely if it did. Um, but this is kind of the process. One layer at a time. Every time you give yourself an answer, you just say, thank you. 
to yourself and then you go a layer deeper. Uh, the reason for doing this at this time is preparation and readiness because as we get into the new year, there's a lot of forward moving momentum and I think you're going to feel this forward moving momentum. You're going to be put into action and in order to make skillful choices and be discerning in your actions, it's really helpful to know how you feel um, and to have spent some time being with your feelings so that you can be resourced in, in those spaces uh, where you are. Now on December 30th, uh, right before the calendar year changes, we have Jupiter stationing direct in your sign in Taurus. Now Jupiter has been in Taurus um, since last year and it has been retrograde um, from 15 degrees of Taurus and it's stationed retrograde uh, in, I have to look at my other map. Um, so Jupiter stationed retrograde in September uh, of 2023 and it's stationed at 15 degrees of Taurus. And it will station direct at five degrees of Taurus on December 30th. So if you are a Taurus that has your sun or your ascendant um, somewhere between five and 15 degrees, this Jupiter retrograde has been an important period of time. Uh, definitely if you have placements very close to five or 15 degrees, um, this is going to be an important event for you. And for all Taurus identified people, it's a big deal to have Jupiter in your sign because Jupiter only visits Taurus once every 12 years. Jupiter is stationing direct and that means that all of December it's kind of been hanging out around the same degree point and it will hang out around five degrees uh, well into the first month uh, of the new year. So again, if you have placements in early Taurus, this is uh, a pretty remarkable quality of time. Now this particular moment uh, symbolically is representing unknown. And there is a feeling here of letting go of attachments and letting go of the known. And many of us uh, might be quite impacted by what we see coming to us in the news and in media. And as I'm recording this, there um, have been over two months now of escalated violence um, in Palestine and Israel. Um, there has, this is ongoing violence. It's um, not a new story, but there is a lot of uh, growing consciousness and awareness of not just this violence, but violence throughout the world. Um, climate scientists are saying that 2024 is going to be uh, a pretty intense year weather-wise. I would say that astrology agrees with that. There are lots of ups and downs economically that have been happening over the last couple of years. And certainly uh, we're in a period of time that astrology describes as the beginning of a new age that started in 2021. 2020 was was an ending point. It was like breakdown and collapse, and we certainly got to experience that. And then 2021 was the beginning of a new age. That's a 200-year cycle, uh, and it's broken up into smaller 20-year chunks. And that new age has to do with 
uh, Jupiter and Saturn, the meetings of what are called the chronocraters. Um, okay, I could go down that path, but I'm going to contain myself a little bit. And I'm going to say that because of the moment and paying attention to the world around you and being affected by the world around you, um, you may be having direct experiences in your own life or through your mirror neurons and observing what's happening for many, many, many other people. You may be having experiences that you can't count on having anything, right? That there's a, a sensation of like, you don't know where you're going to get what you need to get. This, this sense of preparation or anticipation. Uh, the future is unknown. The challenges of the future are unknown. Um, there are a lot of points of potential anxiety that we could loop around. And as Jupiter stations direct, um, especially for Taurus, there is a need to radically accept what is unknown and cannot be prepared for. And this is constant. This is always. It's not just in particular news cycles, right? It's not just this year. Any day could be the day that you die. The radical acceptance practice is a practice of allowing awareness of mortality and unpredictability to really rest in your body and in your heart, regulating yourself in that awareness, breathing, loving yourself, allowing yourself to extend gratitude and love and care to those in that that share the world with you. And taking some amount of time to reflect on, if this is my last day on planet Earth, how do I want to be here? If this is my last day on planet Earth, how do I want to be here? I'm going to guess that you don't want to be here in a state of hypervigilance or distraction or anxiety or irritation. I'm going to guess that if, it, if you knew it was your last day, you would probably want to bring a lot of love, a lot of presence, a lot of care. Um, you might really want to enjoy yourself. You might want to uh, make sure that you connect with uh, what you hold most precious and dear and who you hold most precious and dear. And the part of the reason I was saying, take the last week of December to ask yourself, how are you doing really? Um, so that as the year changes, you can be in a state of internal coherence to some extent. You can know how you're feeling. And you can take a lot of responsibility for how you're feeling. And you want to enter into the new year with a high degree of self-awareness and response ability. You want to enter into the new year with the feeling that you can trust yourself and you can trust your choices because you know that you are practicing listening to your inner experience. You know that you have cultivated self-awareness, that you will be able uh, to discern and track your reactions and your impulses, and hopefully to make skillful choices because you know how you're feeling. And when you know how you're feeling, then you know what you need. If you know that you're feeling tired and if you can just honor that, right, it's radical acceptance. It's not trying to be something that you're not. 
It's not trying to get away from what you know. The feeling here is know what you know so that you can be response able. If you know that you're feeling tired, then you can work skillfully with that. That might mean that you let your friends know that you're not going to um, you know, go on that five-mile run with them, but you would love to have tea later. It might mean that you give yourself a nap. It might mean that when you find yourself in a confrontation with that person at work, that you extend a little bit more patience to the part of you that just feels really frazzled and uh, discombobulated. And maybe you even say, I need to come back to this later. I'm too tired right now. There's ways that just the self-knowing can help you uh, navigate through your life more skillfully. And that's where you want to start the year. So do some preparation. Do some inner uh, accounting. And be in a place as we move into the new year that is as self-aware as you can possibly be, as self-reflective as you can possibly be. If you enjoyed this season ahead reading and found it supportive, make sure to purchase and download your 2024 year ahead reading now. My year ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sign, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting the challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and the future, and providing a larger context than my monthly readings can get into. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. Now, as we enter into the new year, Jupiter stations direct the last day of 2023. Mercury stations direct January uh, January 1st. It stations direct in the sign of Sagittarius. Um, But a couple of weeks later, it's going to enter Capricorn. And then on January 4th, Mars will enter Capricorn. So we have a lot of forward-moving momentum uh, beginning right away as we move into the new year. And this forward-moving momentum uh, for you feels very purposeful. Capricorn holds a place in your chart called the Solar Ninth House. This is the place of the mountaintop. This is the place of preparation and anticipation. And this is a place where the outer planet Pluto has been dwelling since 2008. And so in the uh, overview, I talked about the last 15 or 16 years of your life being a time of testing and a time of preparation and a time of transformation and readying your personal power. Pluto entered Capricorn in 2008 and in 2024, it will leave Capricorn. It's going to move into Aquarius. Um, And that's a really big deal because Pluto is a very slow moving outer planet. It takes uh, over 200 years to make its full orbit around the sun. And therefore it spends uh, somewhere between uh, 13, 12 or 13 and like 20 years in sign. And it has been in Capricorn since 2008 and it will be in Aquarius for almost 20 years uh, from 2024 through 2042. Pluto will make uh, 
two ingresses into Aquarius this year, and one is at the beginning of Aquarius season. So I'll talk about Pluto and Aquarius then. Um, but then Pluto will retrograde back into Capricorn um, later in the year in September, where it will hang out at the very last degree um, before stationing direct and then moving into Aquarius for good in November. I'll include more information on that in a bit. But as we move towards January 20th, Pluto and the Sun are in an applying conjunction. And that occurs on the 20th, right before Aquarius season begins. And this conjunction happens at the very last arc minute of the last degree of Capricorn at 29 degrees and 59 uh, arc minutes. The very, very last uh, little sliver of Capricorn. And the feeling here is that this is the last page of the last chapter of the book that you have been writing since 2008. This is the last year that you're going to be spending with this curriculum, and now is the time to finish what the projects have been. And so when I was talking about preparation since uh, 2008, and the way that you have been on some kind of path, and I was in the overview asking you to uh, reflect on what the themes have been. This is a time when those themes need to be consolidated, when synthesis and integration of those themes uh, need to be coordinated and come into greater coherence. There is naturally going to be a readiness on your part to separate yourself from the past in some way. You are graduating, you are uh, getting a promotion of some kind, you are needing to distance yourself from where you have been and what you have been doing uh, in some way, or maybe take on a new role. And so the month of January is an interesting year because it feels like you are preparing to finish something. And in that preparation, I really want to encourage you to relax as much as possible and to not allow yourself to indulge the kind of stress that you can get into, which is about not being prepared enough. And I want to tell you that you are prepared. You have done this homework. You have been in this curriculum now for a long time. And even if there's still more to do, and even if you think that you didn't do it right or you didn't do the right things, you have done what you have done. And now you're about to get a new experience. And before you can get the new experience, you need to finish the old experience. So relax about it. Trust that you have what you need and consider how you want to prepare to finish in ways that don't require you to uh, collect more, right? Like you don't need more resource now. You don't need more information. You don't need uh, to study more. Some of you might need to study a little bit, but it's like you're studying so that you can finish, so that you can take the test.
This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.